Welcome to the Tales from the Crypt podcast. We are an actual play podcast featuring a revolving cast of players making our way through micro RPGs, highly narrative tabletop games, and the more popular and less known RPG systems from a wide variety of genres. Content may not be suitable for children, and content warnings can be found in the description. I'm Riley Groves, and I'll be your host, your guide, your GM on this episode of Tales from the Crypt. Previously on Tales from the Crypt. I, at one point, was a gunsmith. I had some machinations brewing that I could, in fact, create myself an artifact gun. So, you know, I got to thinking how would one do it, and I, I dug into some old manuscripts and found the way, but you see, when I heard the Red Right Hand's been hunting people down, I decided the best course of action would be to remove myself entirely from that position and maybe from his line of sight. So I took this exact schematic and I chucked it out the back of my wagon before riding off. Which leads to a lot of other questions. What about uh, uh, Patricia? Darling Patricia. I have not thought about Patricia in a while, unfortunately. You want to hear something crazy? You may want to start thinking about her in more of the present tense. I believe your world is about to be turned on its head. We need to kill this red right hand for what he did. Kill the red right hand? You know how many people have tried to kill the red right hand? Well, maybe we need just the right tool to do it. You wouldn't be the first ones who set out on this altruistic endeavor. I do not doubt that, but we are just crazy enough to do it. I guess we should cut to the chase and say, hell, what would it take for you to make us one of these guns? There's a lot of pieces that we gotta put in place in order to create an artifact gun. There's magic involved, you gotta have the right materials. Researching, it doesn't take too much, honestly, especially for a man of my skill, but I do need some pure ironwood, and that is rare. We need some pure blue-gray steel. Without these things, the creation of an artifact gun is impossible. But you would do it. Sitting on top of the table is a heavy piece of metal. I think this is it. Grab it. Yeah. Absolutely, grab it. If this was this was your vision. It's only proper that you. I'll take it and get the hell out of here. For now, you guys are able to remove the piece of wood. It's like pumping right now. <laughs> From the tree. Welcome back to Tales from the Crypt. Before we get playing, we deal in dice, are we deal in lead story arc? I have John returning to the table. Well, hi there. Mikey returning to the table. Howdy. Rebecca returning to the table. Hello there. And we're going to answer a question about ourselves to get to know each other just a little bit more. That question for today is... What do you consider your greatest achievement? All right, I guess I'll I'll go first. Um, I've had a couple pretty cool things happen throughout my life that felt like I achieved something. Um, like I saw some things through to you know positives and negatives about them. 
uh, example, you know, I, I did MMA for a while. I had a loss and I had a win and that was pretty cool. That was a cool achievement to make. Um, you know, uh, I did acting for a while. I got a couple small things that, you know, I did something. I achieved something in that world. And, you know, with, with cooking, I feel like I've achieved something in that too. So I guess what I'm saying is that I don't know if I have something that is my greatest achievement because I still feel like that may still be coming. Hmm. But uh, for this last leg, uh, yeah, I think it, I think it's, you know, just seeing a vision and seeing something that I wanted to have happen and made it happen in the form of this, you know, food venture that I'm doing. And so I feel like that's a huge accomplishment, but I feel like life's full of small, not small, but like littler accomplishments that mean a lot. So it's, it's a good question. And I feel like there's a lot, but short answer, I think it's the food you know, venture that I've created, but long-term answer, I think it's, there's still something else to come. So fuck yeah, man. Yeah. What a good answer. Even the, even the small or what we perceive as small accomplishments to, to, you know, the personal ones really mean a lot. Of course. So that's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Perfect answer. Top that you goons. Fuck that. <laughs> that was the most pretentious thing I've ever heard. I know. It was genuine though. I really did. show you more to come. <laughs> Please don't. Sorry. <laughs> Mikey's only jealous because he peaked 15 years ago. <laughs> I think he's still peaking. <laughs> I have not peaked. <laughs> no, just kidding. You're, I think, you're an amazing I, I, person, I, th- I think the uh, my current best accomplishment is uh, I'm still riding the high from two years ago of uh, 100%ing Red Dead Redemption 2. Ooh. Oh my god. Tough challenge. Okay. That was, uh, I'm, I'm just like, that's probably like the single most involved thing that I've ever done. That's amazing. I've only yeah, I've only ever 100% at one game. Oh, I was just I was just like, "Nope, I got to go get the goddamn thing." I'm what so you, jealous. What are you doing tonight? I nothing. That grind, man. That grind. That's awesome. It's sad. It's the it's, it's not the, sad. It's not sad. No, it's, not the greatest, cool. it's the greatest saddest achievement. No, and, I mean and, it means something to you, and that's that's the part that matters. It doesn't have to be some grand fucking thing like winning MMA fights or you know starting a food truck or you know shit like that. No, I'm just kidding. That's crazy. Have you ever 100 percented any other game, or is that? It's the only one that I'm just like I have to. Like it's a story mode like yeah. game, so why not? That's awesome. That game that takes a lot. So much. Yeah. So a lot of hours. Fucking much. Yeah, man. congratulations, man. That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Genuinely. Watching so many YouTube videos and I'm just like scratching my head and I'm just I'm like this is fucked up. I I know how you feel. I'm 6 and this is going to sound really nerdy and terrible. I'm only 6 Pokémon away from collecting all 151 in the original red, which <sighs> is a quest I started on when it first came out 20 fucking 5 20 20, 25 years ago, whenever it Wait, was. you didn't beat it when it came out? Dude, I got to 149, and I absolutely could not get the one I needed. And I was at my friend's house, and he was like, use the Game Shark, dude. You, you've done it. You're, you're, you're a Pokemon master. You've got it. Just use the Game Shark to get the last one. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, you know a guy. All of a sudden, well, he, fuck hasn't, you, man. he hasn't beaten Pokemon Red? <sighs> I'm so ashamed. Anyways, it corrupted my game, dropped me back down to fucking, you know, the beginning. I had to restart, and then it was never the same after that. But on December 9th, I'm going to make it happen. I got big plans. We're pulling for you. Thanks, man. <laughs> Rebecca, what about you? Um, I start a lot of things. I'm a starter. 
those are important in today's day and age. Yeah, I don't have much. I am excited about our new podcast coming out, Mm. which technically is not an achievement yet, but maybe by the time this episode airs. Oh, what new podcast is that? Shameless plug time. So we started a podcast called Paramnesia Theater. It's me and Riley and our friends Anna and Tim. Who are on the Tales from the Crypt podcast Mm -hmm. on the Batch Batch Quest arc. Um, We watch old movies from our childhood that we don't remember at all. Well, sometimes we remember them, but we try to aim for ones we've forgotten about. Um, And we introduce everybody else to them. And then see the reactions and how they feel about it. We talk about uh, what actors should have been in it. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Or what's happened to the actors that are in it and what they're doing currently. Yeah, we talk a lot about, you know, the different actors. We, We dive into different things. And one good thing is, like, I've brought in a few movies that I have fond memories of, but in watching them, it has not always remained at the expectation level that you want it to as a kid, and that shit gets ruined for you. Yeah. And that's part of the uh, excitement as well. Yeah. Yeah, there there are movies that you, you haven't seen in years that you're like, oh, that movie was so good, and you watch it, you're like... Man, <laughs> kids are stupid. Yep. Yeah, we've had a couple of them. Yeah, a lot of Will Ferrell movies are like that. Well, <laughs> no. Go, if you go back and watch Ricky Bobby, you're like, man, this shit is not. Talladega Nights? You call it by its proper <laughs> name, sir. No. Put some respect on that name. No, that movie's amazing. That's what I thought. No, it, I w- no it still it's, is. It's not, man. I oh. went back and I was like, damn. I can't wait to. I, I, I hope I would love to be. Do you have guests? We're, we're going to have guests. I'm going to come and just, you don't. That's I'll, fine. I'll That's fine. Yeah, Listen, you are. Are. Yeah, Listen you are. I'm always down for a good time. Every single per- movie that anyone's picked just about has made me like so excited to just be there and watch it. Well, I'm super stoked to check it out. And when, do, do you guys know when the first one's dropping? Or uh, November 21st of this year, 2023. Yeah. yeah, we're super excited to release it. I can't wait. I'm going to grab my hot cocoa and popcorn and... We do snacks. Um, Whoever's movie it is, they bring a snack. Usually it's pretty fucking delicious. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, what about you? So I I kind of picture things a little bit like, John, I've had a lot of things that I've accomplished in life that make me very excited and like happy. The most recent one, I guess, would probably be earlier this year, I did win Operations Person of the Year which is pretty awesome because uh, the company I work for is rather large awesome. right now. And so that was a, a, it was a very important journey for me to get there because I didn't take the most traditional route in the company. And it was just, it, it meant a lot. And it was a lot of like, it was, you know, been six years of hard work and to get that over a lot of other people that deserved it, you know, equally or, or more than myself. No one deserved it more than me. That's why I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just, it, it meant a lot. It was, it was a very special moments so. well congratulations on that That's thanks it. man i even got a fucking a, a trophy like a, a one of those glass fucking it's called a murder weapon oh <laughs> no not yet not yet <laughs> it's still a virgin weapon uh, uh. what <laughs> but yeah and er- earlier like last year i've got a book where i keep like all my current goals down and one of them was to win a trophy and i accomplished that in like a matter of months that's awesome and that was pretty exciting for the other 45 goals, there's, like, you know, not a lot of progress towards half of them, but... At least you got them written down. That's step one. I haven't gotten there yet. Well, with that, let's stop fucking chit-chatting and get to dying. Let's go. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Yeehaw! <laughs> the three of you make your way from the stables towards Herbert Fleshman's jewelry shop. As you approach, you see that the shop is dimly lit and you do not hear Herbert's hammer. The town is uh, pretty bustling. And one thing you did notice when you came in was their enormous number of mutant bulls near the stable. Bulls. Bulls. Mutant bulls. Most animals are mutants. Most mutants are animals. Like a lot, you said a lot surrounding his shop? Not surrounding his shop. Just like on your way into town. Okay. And even some in the stables. Y'all think there's some kind of rodeo going on? Or like a running of the of the mutant bulls or something? That seems dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem very good. Um, uh, Do we see anybody else around, or is it just the... Oh, there's plenty of townsfolk around. Oh. They're not penned in, they're just wandering? They're mostly penned in. Oh, okay. Uh- in different pens around. Some were at the stables. Some were kind of penned up outside of town. They're but they definitely weren't there when we first were in town. No. This is something new. This is a n- new development. Okay. Yes. So we're on our way to Herbert, so I feel like I would just, like, ask the first one who stopped by, like, hey, what's with all, all these bows? I generally think that with more people around, like, it's going to give us... It could give us a bit more anonymity. We could lie a bit more and send a bit misdirection other ways if we wanted to. We gonna be in town that long? I mean, it depends on how far Herbert's gotten on it all and, you know, how fast he can get this into the gun and make it what we need it to be. Maybe maybe talk a little softer about the old G word. Oh, yes. I feel like we need to figure out where we can reconnoiter with the G ma'am, as to as to speak. Well, I mean, I th- I think we just start by giving it to him and going to his shop. But I think we and I'm just real curious about where these bulls come from. Well, ask that here. ask that person over there. Uh, hey, hey, good sovereign citizen, sir. Yes, ma'am. What can I do for you? Uh, just a quick question. Um, we were just in town recently. We left for a little spell and then came back, but. Uh, just curious as to what's with all these uh, mutated bulls. Well, they're here for the loosening of the bulls. You're not from around here, is you? No. Oh. But you ain't here for the loosening of the bulls? Can you please tell me what the loosening of the bulls is? Yeah, so we be? get all the bulls together, right? And then we, we, we release them and we shoo them through the, through the town and down out into the prairie so that they can be with the other livestock and, you know... Wait a minute. Like, like, wait. You know. You're talking about like in a mating ritual oh, yeah. sort of a way. Yeah, You're breeding of. your good cattle with this? They're, it's all good cattle. These bulls are the cream of the crop. Well, cream of last year's crop anyways. More like a, <laughs> like a crop of crop something. Well, that okay. We should go, I think. I mean, yeah. it happens tomorrow. It's quite a sight. You should you should probably stick around. Well, with any luck, we'll be out of here by then. Well, thank you for the information, person. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, good luck with the with the bull mating ceremony, and uh, hope nobody gets uh, trampled or fucked. Well, I hope bo- well, I hope people get both. Excuse me. Where where is the general direction 
where they release these bulls in their path of devastation and eroticism. He points down the main street through the front gate of the town. Well, they head out right down through there. So they start back kind of at the stable way and make their way you know, down main street here. Everybody's peeking at them and sometimes people try to outrun them and stuff. I've seen plenty of people get gored. That's why you should stick around. You ever see a bull scar race? That's the only thing exciting about them is when they crash and people die. Yeah, I guess so, but it's a little morbid, but yeah. All right. They call well, it bull scar. Yeah, bull scar. Because mm-hmm. most of the bulls got scars. Uh, mm. Because of the racing. Count of the racing, yes. Indeed. Uh-huh. Right. Well, um, yeah, well, maybe we'll stick around and check it out, but, uh, you know. Is there any money to be had or lead to be had from it all? Is there gambling? Oh, oh it's a it's a rowdy day for sure. A bit of lead to throw around? I mean, I don't have none myself, but uh, if have you... Have you heard tales of such endeavors? Oh, people make money off of sure. All right, well, we'll look into it, but... I mean... I mean, we need to... No more. We need to get to Herbert. In the middle of your speech, the ground begins to rumble, and you can hear kind of the whole town shifting and creaking. What's going on? Oh, yeah, another one of them tremors. That's been happening for a few days now. That's weird. I don't remember any of that happening here before. It only started a couple days ago. Yes. Is it regular, like on the hour, or is there a schedule to it or anything? I don't have a watch, so it it don't seem like it's on the hour or nothing. Things are getting weirder and weirder, guys. Yeah, I think we should do what we're doing here and get going. Yeah, maybe uh, our friend has some more answers about what's going on here. I wouldn't say that we're friends. Not you. Oh, <laughs> I thought we were friends. All right, well then. Well, you literally just said I didn't say we were friends. Well, I didn't say it, but I intuited it. I thought maybe the three of you were thinking the same thing I was thinking. You have been of the utmost help in helping us in our endeavors and we are forever in your debt but we must be on our way thank you so much for being so kind and inviting and generous with your information and this, ah. this man has spaced out a long time ago as you continue to talk alright let's, let's, let's get going while I have him in a stupor yeah You're an energy vampire <laughs> heading towards Herbert this place. It's not, she didn't say it. I did. As you walk, the, the ground returns to normal, so no more tremors. And you don't really have anything in between you or Herbert's shop. Herbert, you here? Herbert's not standing at his desk, but in the room, as you enter, you do see a very attractive woman sitting in a chair in the parlor area. Um, ma'am? Well, yes? Um... Good evening. Yes, good evening. Uh, is, is is Herbert around? He was here, um, but he hasn't been he hasn't been back for a while. He ran out to get something, and he was going to come right back. Who are you? Oh, that's right. I probably look a little different than last time. I'm Patricia. Patricia. Oh, yeah, wow. I knew it. I, I thought you might be. I was wondering myself. I was surprised that you didn't see it. I, I know you saw the pictures. I uh, it, I was almost... Uh, I didn't... I was hesitant to think of it for a moment. You looked even lovelier than I remembered. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Well, so, um, Herbert told you he's coming back again. Oh, he's coming back. Yes. 
It's just taking longer than you expected, or? No, not longer than I expected. Oh, okay, so we don't need to worry that. Oh, no, he just ran out. He'll be right back. Okay. Well, how did he respond to you coming to see him? At first, it was a little weird. I must say, we did, on your behalf, give him notice of your resurgence of power. Oh, I'm not harboring any ill will towards Herbert. What he did was fine. Uh, was it? Not that he acted as a coward, but he did act in cowardice. And I'm glad you're not holding it against him. Oh, I'm holding something against him. Oh, oh man. Oh. Is, that, is that magic wand, isn't it? I bet it? you yeah. would be. I bet you would. You know, I just... I took a little trip, some some time for myself, and I came to realize that I really missed him. And I, you know, I think we could make things work. Well, that's very uh, mature of you to make that decision and try to work things out. Was he receptacle to it? He's. It's been well received so far. Good. So is he? I bet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, good good for you. you um, both, so you to say you were both well received of each other. Yes. Within each other. With, within each and amongst. Do you around, want to hear about it? No, I don't no, good. Why don't you just write it down? Oh, yeah, like, you know, I, I, I'm going to write it down. You yeah. don't worry about that. Yeah, Cal snoop at it later, and then I knew he, I knew he was the snoop. He can't he's keep the, away. He's been talking about it all the time. Oh, it has haunted Darling. my dreams and nightmares. It is a book that I relish having seen and wish I never gazed upon. It is disgustingly exciting. Well, Patricia, y'all know any other witches? I know of other witches. All right. You know anybody that could uh, enchant an item, I guess? Herbert comes through the front door. Oh, thank God. Well, hello there, my three compadres. I see you have ran into my dear Patricia. Yes, once again. Once again. Lovelier than ever. I'm glad you guys are... Figuring things out. You know, this time I think it may work. Oh, good. I'm very happy for you, too. Thank you. Um, well, uh, I think we need to talk in private yes, real quick. Yes, uh, Patricia, dear. Yes, Herbert? Why don't you head on down to the house, and uh, I'll come and meet you as soon as I conclude with my little friends. Well, it was great seeing you guys again. You need anything? Let yes. me know. Uh, I think we should continue our conversation later, but uh, we have something here we have to talk to Herbert about quick. Uh, well, all right. I'll be around, you know, either at the house or probably at the house from now on. I, I don't want to come to town too much. Awful lot of bullshit around here. Yes, quite literally. All right. Well, it has been a pleasure seeing you again in, might I say, in such a state. Make me a heart roll. It's gonna see if he has a heart on. <laughs> <laughs> What's it, uh, D? 20. And you roll lower than your heart. 18. As she walks out the door, Patricia just gives you a pat on your chest, Cal, and then steps out of the shop. Well, friends, I'm so glad to see you back here. Yeah, it was quite an arduous journey, uh, pretty wild, uh, some good closure, I think, for Jesse, though. Oh, that's important. I yeah. think so. Burnt the house down. Well, you know, Herbert always said there's no better way to get rid of a bad memory than to burn it to the ground. I agree. 
100% all entities included. Fantastic. I hope it wasn't too much trouble for you. I mean, it was, you know... An it adventure. almost killed us, yeah, but we're we're good. Well, damn, I can't imagine what you had to go through anyways. Do you have the piece of ironwood, though? I May mean, I see it? Yes, I hope this will do. Oh, my. Oh, my. He takes it. This is this is a beautiful hunk of wood. This should be perfect indeed. I didn't even expect it to be such a fine color. This is going to make one special weapon. Oh, that's nice to hear. I always thought myself a connoisseur of wood. <laughs> Well, uh, I, too, find myself to be, uh, a fan of the hard stuff. You do strike me as such, sir. You seem like you are... I prefer working with the the harder woods, none of that balsa wood or anything Mm. like that. Soft wood, it's just, it's very hard to work with. It's true. It's true. Or more of, you know, your subject matter is, you know, inherently difficult. Yes. Oh, enough of this wood talk. Um, can we trust Patricia with what's going on? Well, trust Patricia? I think so. She doesn't... I don't know why she would have came back. She could have just killed me already, and we've been shacking up together for the last two days. Well, they tend to play... We tend to play the long game. But could she be sucking your soul out of you? At least. I mean, <laughs> three times a day for those two days. <laughs> well, that ain't what I meant. Well. Is she against us? I don't right think she's on anybody's side necessarily. I don't think she aims to play us a fool or to uh, get us into any trouble. I don't think she's linked with any nefarious entities. Well, I feel like you understand the reason we're asking is because you mentioned something about needing a magical component for this weapon. And even though you said she can't, maybe someone she knows can and... I feel like we're going to have to learn on a little bit of something to to get that information. Precisely, we need it. Unless you want to pump her for information, which I'd be totally okay with. We need either her, them, or both. And if you could pump either her, them, or, you know, both. (laughs) Please, please. As exciting as that sounds, I do believe we could probably get what we need from Patricia. I mean, it would be our best bet. All right. Well, that's settled. Um, You're our best bet. Do you feel like you can start working on this now? Is there a way to get this going? Because I feel like we don't have a lot of time. I strangely feel the same way. I'm going to get working right at it. That makes good haste on that part, and I feel like we definitely could use a little rest, more rest. That was quite an ordeal that we went through, so um, maybe we'll go back to the ranch and talk to Patricia about how to get this other component we well, need. Well, let's slow the roll a little bit. When I said I could get right on it, I mean, I got to run home quick, you know, eat some supper and uh, attend to some chores. Then I'd start working on it. And Patricia is shacking up at the house now, and I feel like maybe three additional people might be, uh, you know, a crowd. Um, but there is some nice spaces uh, at the at the local inn, the, the, at the tavern there. All right, do you, uh, do you have any place you recommend that's affordable and safe? Or is I think the, the three, other? y'all be pretty safe. I, I, don't, I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, it seem like you've been through harder things than most of the people in this here town. And by, because of such, we are short on funds. Could you throw us a couple of 
scraps of lead, perhaps, to help us along our way. You know what I could Till we can achieve our mutually beneficial goal of solving this here problem. I am a friend with the tavern keeper, and he does owe me a favor. So what I can do, I could write you all a quick letter. You could maybe bring it down there and say, hey, this is from Herbert Fleshman. And uh, I bet you I can get you a room. No cost at all. We appreciate that, Thank Herbert. You. Oh, yeah. Why's the why's the earth eyes. shaking so much? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a weird one. I, I am confounded about that. It started a couple of days ago. Did it happen around the same time the bulls came? or? You know, those two things did seem to coincide. That's but who's to tell for sure? I mean, there was some bulls here. There's always been some bulls here, and... It wasn't happening, but hmm. maybe as more of them showed up, it happened more frequently. Have there been any stranger people in town? People oh, did you see how many people are in town for this thing? There's quite a few. This is the first annual running of the bulls. But that... that, that or loosening of the bulls. Loosening. The, uh, the tremors have never happened before, though? Not since I've been here, and I've been here for quite a while. Interesting. I mean, maybe an earthquake. Right, but not. But, but that's not more of an earth rumble. Yeah, it's quite peculiar. Knocked a few things off my shelf now and then. Hmm. Well, hmm. might be something that's maybe worth looking into, but, uh, yeah. All right, well, maybe we'll find some more information at the inn. Yeah, I suppose. You guys down for going there now? Let's take a wander. Yeah. All right. All right, hold on. Let me just write this out quick. And after a few seconds, you guys have your note from Herbert Fleshman. Betty, I noticed you were using some pretty large words earlier, and I was very impressed with how you delivered them. Well, I've been picking up on you a little bit, Cal. I, I don't know what they mean, really, but I, That's I sometimes the best Sometimes you don't have to. you got to feel it. It's like, it's like music. It's like proper words just have a rhythm to them, and it's just like when it sounds right, it feels right. It doesn't matter what the word means. It's just whether you deliver it properly. Absolutely. I feel like I, I'm learning a lot, and I can feel it in my vocabulary. Well done. Well done. Mm. I don't know what y'all are talking about. This is a boring conversation, I think. You'll get a hold of it sooner or later. I don't want to get a hold of nothing. Next time we've got, next time we come into a town, I'm gonna find you the, the best book. I, I used to read it when I was a kid. I Hel- ain't much Helped me immensely, enormously, emphatically. What's the name of that book? I'll show you when I find you. Okay. I don't want to do no reading. Yeah, don't blame you. It sounds boring too. I will teach you. Well, you can uh, just read it to her. How about I don't that? need to learn. I, I, I do want it for myself mostly. I, I feel I've been. Feeling. Oh well, then just say that. You don't have to pretend you're going to teach me something I don't want to learn. Well, everyone should want to learn. Eh, I learned how to shoot. That's enough. As have we all. It's the one thing we've learned to devastating and artistic effect. Successful gunslingers, at least. You're damn right. Leads me to believe that it's not nearly enough to accomplish what we have to resolve now. I'm nervous in my heart. Well, I wouldn't lie if I didn't agree with you there. I mean, I miss like, Bill immensely. I think we all do, man. Yep. And, uh, I mean, the sooner this 
gets done, uh, hopefully the sooner we can maybe get a little closure ourselves on this whole situation and deal with that red right hand the way we're supposed to. I can't wait to see the end of that. Yeah. Well, I feel like I need a drink or two at least. Let's try to find this in. Oh, now you're talking about something I'm interested in. Here, here. To the inn? The inn is the most spectacular building in the town of Riptide. It's the most ornate. It has beautiful wooden floors and handcrafted beams and a wooden ceiling. Inside, it is busy with many people from the town and that are here for the first annual loosening of the bulls. Um, the only indication that you have on who you're supposed to hand this letter to is at the front it says to Timmy Jr. Timmy Jr. Alright. We gotta find Timmy Jr. in all this mess. Um, I guess we should ask the bartender. Suddenly a man bumps into you. Now excuse me. Well excuse me. Did I see that? What? Did I, did I see that happen? Yeah. <laughs> did he just pickpocket her? No. <laughs> so paranoid all the time, Cal. I don't like people. <laughs> okay. Excuse, well, well, if watch you don't where like you're going. people, then you can get out of my bar. Oh, this is your bar. Is your I'm name? Timmy Jr. Of course it is. All right. It's funny how these things happen. Timmy um, Jr., um, we're friends of Herbert. Uh, he, he said to give you this. Oh. He takes the letter, opens it. You tell me I got to give a room to you three tonight? No, you got to have three rooms. Politely. Okay, I don't have room for three rooms. I have room for one room with three beds. That works. Why? That seems so weird. You, you'd be surprised how many thruples come through here. Hmm. Oh, well, wouldn't they... Menage threes. Just know? a thruple of people. Y'all don't say that where you're from? Just a thruple of people? No. Oh. No. This riptide is a really weird town. Yeah. Yeah. I know that wasn't, you know, up for debate. It's just in my opinion. Yeah, why is it rumbling like that? Yeah, do you know anything about that? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, it only started a few days ago. When the bulls got here. Oh, I never thought of that. Everybody's... So nobody knows what's going on? It I don't know. It seems a bit synonymous. I kind of chalked it up to, you know, this is the first time that the town of Riptide has gotten chosen for this particular affair. And so I just kind of figured it was like a, Almost like it was made up all of a sudden. Something for the the town to get excited about. You know, and maybe like... somebody a, came in telling you that it was a great thing that it was happening to help you? Well, no one told me that. That was just an idea that I had myself. Interesting. Well, if I might inquire, where would the person in charge of these loosening of the bulls be? The the head bull loosener. Oh, I think that's Mr. Monopoly, owner of the stables. Oh, well, we don't need to really look into that a little bit, I don't think. Yeah, I'm good on the stables. We can't really go there for a bit. We owe them a lot of money, Cal. Yeah, you look confused. You owing people money? You tr- you trying to you trying to get free stuff from everybody around here? Did you not read the note? I mean, yeah, I got to do Herbert a favor, and then we call it even. But yeah, well, there you go. We're low on funds, and we're trying to do something. That's- well, that's why I was just curious. Right now, I'm about to go pay our friend Mister Monopoly for services rendered in good faith that we did owe him but we're about to 
payback right now. So I will bid you to adieu and I will go uh, see what's going on with Mr. Monopoly and I will um, make sure that our debt is rendered fair and square. That's an awful lot to tell a stranger. I don't. I don't care about that at I all. I just want to make sure that you, you are you're paying just me a, a drink. Happy listener. Oh, why am I still here then? I, I'm busy. <laughs> well, I oh, we got that room then. Yeah, the room all the way down to the oh, down the hall upstairs and to the left. What number? Oh, it's the only one on the left. Okay. The last one on the on the left. Yeah. It's the last if you go out the window, you have gone too far. Makes sense. Well. I, you don't really have to go pay him right now. Oh, th- thank you very much for the room. We appreciate it. Um, but the, the the bar is also on the tab, or oh oh no, the drinks are not. He specifically said that you might be a rough and rowdy bunch. We ain't rowdy. We're rough. The three of y'all look pretty rough. Yeah, which rough usually rowdy ain't to the same. Rowdy. We are also in the business of taking favors. Man, what you want to do with the wait staff to get free drinks? I, 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 I can't say. I don't care about that. Well, as long as Timmy Jr. You're not a very business owner, then. You got to care about where your money's going, or else you're not going to make any money. Man, that's not important. Look, we just need to get to our room and get a few drinks in us, and uh, kind of just figure out the next goal. Um, I feel like we need to talk to Patricia. Oh, we're thank you very much, by the way, Timmy Jr. Oh, he's gone. Oh, you good. already sent he's him gone. away. Oh, good. <laughs> I say we should have a drink, at least, especially maybe two, one for us, one for Bill, and then hit the hay, and then... I think we should probably have one more, because we had to sit here and be scolded by a man who called himself Timmy Jr. Well, yes, we'll see what we can swing, Cal. We don't have a lot of lead right now. But, um, yeah, pony up to the bar. Yep. A big man is tending the bar. And he turns around gruffly. What do you want? I got this, guys. Well, hello. Well, hello. Um, you wouldn't happen to have anything that would, you know, take the edge off a hard, long day? I do. I bet you do. And one for tens. Oh, you have a what? One lead, ten drinks. Oh. Well, hell yeah. That's an amazing deal. Uh, what's your name? Timmy Sr. <laughs> well, Timmy Sr., are you any relation to Timmy Jr.? Most people think that, except for my last name's Sr., his last name's Jr. I get it now. All right. Well, Timmy Sr., or can I call you Senior Timmy? You can call me whatever you want. Mm, I bet I can. Well, that one for ten sounds great, but I'll do you one better. Oh. How about one for 11? One for 11 that goes against Timmy Jr.'s guidelines. Well, the one's for you. Oh, I gotta buy myself a drink. No, I'll buy it for you, but, you know, you just have one with us. Well, all right, Timmy Sr. can do that. Yeah, yeah, you can, Timmy. And he pours 11 drinks. He holds his hand out after the drinks are poured. One lead. I'll pay it excitedly. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a minute, Jesse. I saw you shaking a little bit over there. Hell yeah, ten beers all for me. That was nice of you, Betty. Well, no, I mean, you gotta get... Oh, oh Cal. You, I was sharing them. I'll share them, I guess. Uh, no, thank you, ladies. Can I get you some tea or something? Get you hot drink? tea? I do sometimes, but in present company, I feel 
You ain't drinking, Cal. Who, who are you? What's going on? Jesse, it's okay. That means we each get five. All right. Girl, I'm I'm a I'm a sucker for even you know even evaluations, and if I step in, it's gonna be uneven, and it'll ruin my whole day. Girl saddles up to, on the bar stool in between the three of you. Uh, meep meep. And to me, senior hands him a beer. Yeah, this one's for your little bumbler. He said he wanted one, and he slugs it down. Oh crap! Now there are only nine. Uh, what? Nine is divisible by three. I learned that in school. He did? How long ago was that, Timmy Senior? Oh, it was earlier today. Oh, gosh. Well, you are in luck because I do have, seem to have developed a bit of a, a thirst in the interim. Oh, great. There goes our beers, Jesse. Damn, I'm down two more. Here, oh. here, ladies. Here, here. Yes, cheers, everybody. To Bill. To Bill. We haven't gotten to say goodbye, probably. Not with a beer. Well, here, here. I don't know, Bill, but yeah, here, here. Yes, yes, it's okay. Oh, you you, right. fu- you, I got can, other you, people you to can fuck off now. Thank you, Timmy. Oh, well, all right. He didn't mean that, Timmy. It's just been a long, hard day, like I said. She rides us pretty rough. Huh. Yeah, I'm kind of the leader, so I'm not afraid to, you know, ride them hard. It's about being like Mrs. Manager. Mrs. Manager. Yeah, like Mrs. Manager. Oh, that's a good title. That's what Kathy has over there. Oh. Did you talk to Kathy? Are you my new manager? Yes, and we're enacting some new policies. Damn it, I'm out of here. And no. Timmy Jr. pulls off his apron and storms out from Wait, Timmy, the before you go, wait, quick, hand us I a can't bottle. Take the changes around here. Well, they, they, they just hand us a bottle real quick. And he storms through the crowd of people. I reach over the bar and grab a bottle if there's no one behind hey, the bar. Hey, what are you doing? Kathy, calm down. Timmy Sr. said we could. Timmy Sr., I think, just quit. No, he just went out for a cigarette. He I'm said it before he quit. He said what before he quit? We paid him for it. That this is our beer. He took the money and left. He, We paid him for it, and he left. He took our money. I deserve the bottle. All right. Give me some heart rolls, yes. both of you. Hooey, that's a five. I didn't make it. Better no. <laughs> Cal, you're the tiebreaker here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's a one. No shit. Fire. All right. Well, a one always does it. And my has- dear, my dear, I believe my my female compadres were trying to ask politely that we we have already paid the aforementioned recently quit Timmy Senior, but he he did say we could have the bottle, and we would really appreciate it if you would be so kind as to... I got a 10 bar. Get the fuck out of my way. Take your drinks and go. Thank you. Oh, we'll drink in the room. Alright, yes. Even get, more fun. You get the bottle though, right? You you do get the bottle, yeah. Oh, I, ma'am, can we have three glasses? You have nine glasses in your hands. Yeah, Just they, reuse one. They have beer in them, though. We want one for our whiskey. I don't care. Okay, well, pleasure to meet you, Kathy. Good luck with everything. I appreciate it. Thank you. Can Jesse reach over the bar and grab three glasses? Make a dex check. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, I can. You can grab them without her noticing. Jesse, steal some ice, too. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. I'm going to try. Oh, hell yeah, I got the ice, too. What'd you roll? It's an audio podcast. I, I rolled a nine, and Out I can of- roll a ten. You reach back in a bold move, and this time Kathy does see you, but she is way too distracted with the rush of 
patrons that just ran to the bar. Betty, I got away with it. Let's go. Betty, not being a complete scumbag, rolls up a cigarette and leaves it on the bar for Kathy. Or whoever gets it first. Timmy storms back in. God damn it, I forgot my cigarettes. There it is. And he grabs his one cigarette and storms back out the door. Okay, well, you know. At least someone here got it. I feel better. To the room. Heading up the stairs, there are several rooms on the right and only one door on the left. And we go to the door on the left? Or do you want to see if the other rooms are better and kick someone out? I just won't go, no, I don't want to do that. That sounds... I don't know. I mean, in the mood, we're drinking. I mean, you know. You want to start a fight? No. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe later we go back downstairs, we start a big brawl. Yeah, we'll see how far we get on this bottle. I want to throw someone out that bay window. Mm. To the door on the left. You guys the go in. The last door on the left. The last door on the left is the only door on the left. And the room, when you go in, is actually a pretty big size. It does take up most of the wall space on the left side of the building. There are three small beds arranged on the same wall and a big window. All right, we're drinking, crew. At least until we fall asleep. Hell yeah. But I feel like we got to get on a ride in the morning. We got to find someone who can enchant this for us. Because if we don't, then it was all for nothing. Yeah, we'll head over to Herbert's in the morning. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Hopefully don't get caught up in that running the bulls crap. Yeah, I don't want to be involved in that at all. I have a sinking suspicion that we might be, but, you know, that's just my womanly intuition. Jesse, you'll get that someday. I just don't want to be trampled and and whatever the rest of the bulls are going to be doing. I've never been trampled, but I've been gored a few times. I mean, I've, Good heard, God, of, Betty. I've heard of, like, something being set loose or be, being loosed, but I've never heard of something called a loosening. Yeah, it's this gross. Is, this well, is I exciting like it. for me because it is... I bet a, it is. It is a verb that I've never understood before. I've heard before, so it's just... I'm, you know, I'm interested mildly, but I do hope that it has nothing to do with us. But I do, however, imagine us being fully in the middle of it. Bet it. Kel's got a lot of weird kinks going on. Yeah, it's all right. I think it's just the booze. He normally doesn't drink this much. I should have never taken a look at that goddamn That book really changed your life. Fucked me up. See, I told you, don't read books. We also had beer first, and now we're drinking liquor, and you know, that always... Yeah, but I'm only 19, so that ain't bothering me none. What a horrifying series of pictures. I'm still going on about it. This <laughs> is scattered brain scrawlings of a mad pornographer. And you want to teach me to read. I don't want to I do don't that. ever want anyone to see this. I'm just blathering <laughs> on. All right. Well, Betty is uh, definitely feeling the booze and, uh, you know, is probably just quieting down and thinking about a lot of stuff that's come up and just that ex- the whole experience in the tunnels is still messing with her that was that was a lot and thinking about Jesse and all that stuff and then uh passes out because she is done she tries to have that one cigarette before bed and gets the spins and is heavy mouth breathing Betty Bob Cocker goes out leaving Cal <laughs> Leaving Cal and <laughs> leaving Cal and Jesse still up. Jesse, the strongest drinker out of all of them at the, at this point, because her young age and Betty Bob's repentance for falling asleep early. The two of you make me a heart roll. Nope, eighteen. Shit, six. You're under. 
What are you looking at? Which one? Oh. The green. Oh, I thought you rolled that That's one. That's not the oh, one you like, rolled. Oh, hey. Yeah, I thought you rolled the red you one. Rolled you rolled the other one. You rolled yeah. that one, dude. Oh, one. My yes. <laughs> I rolled a one. So, although Jesse may be able to drink the most, she certainly can't handle her shit as well as the other two. And you begin to get rowdy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the more you drink, the louder and more alluring the conversation and the patrons down in the bar part of the inn sound. And it's like grow to a pie that you're attracted downstairs. Cow, we gotta go to that party. We gotta go, gotta go cause trouble down there. Do you think you can handle it? I can handle anything. Let's go. Let's go drinking. Look at my finger. Yeah. Look at her over here. I see it. No, it's on the other side. No, it ain't. This finger. <laughs> Stop flipping me off. What are you doing? All right. Well, I guess you need a chaperone after all. Let's be honest. Like, if you want to go, let's go. All right, we're going partying. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you think Betty wants to come? I believe she is content. All right. Listen, listen. it sounds like an out-of-tune violin. No, it sounds like a, a bunch of out-of-tune <laughs> violins. It's it's harmonious and vile. I love it. Remember how Bill used to snore? Uh, it, it it's kind of funny to me a little bit. That's a little sad, I think. But let's go. Let's stop being sad. I'm tired of being sad. I'm not sad. It it, it makes me feel good that she's sleep, <clears throat> sleeping good like that. <clears throat> Well, let's go party, because I can't listen to this no more. Let's fucking rage. You guys go down, and it's well past midnight, but the party is raging. It seems the loosening of the bulls has really caused quite a few disturbances in the town, and there's beer bottles and glasses and whiskey flowing everywhere, and just about everywhere you look, there is a table of raucous townsfolk. Well, I'm going to head over to that table. Jesse's also doing that thing that kids do where they just kind of walk by and grab beers that are not being attended to and start drinking them. That's how she plans to carry on through the night. Give me a dex check for your first one. That is a 10 out of 8. As you go to grab the first beer, misjudging it a little, you spill it all over the table. And the few men that are there jump up. What the hell, girl? What are you doing trying to steal my beer? Oh, sorry, darling. I thought this was mine. Well, of course it's not yours. It's right next to me. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean nothing by it. And she sets it down and starts to walk away. Wait. You, uh, you got any lead on you? I ain't got nothing by. She's walking away. Well, all right then. I swoop around. <laughs> I keep, I keep, I'm next to you. Well, howdy, Cal. I didn't see you next to me. That was embarrassing yet impressive. That was that was good. Well, let's see you do better. Go swipe that beer over there. That beer. That beer over there. Just there's just the one. I think we need one for each of us. <laughs> You're getting cocky now. Okay. I go over and I try to steal two drinks. Okay. Give me a dex check. Seven. What's your dex? Twelve. Awesome. You were able to swipe both those beers that you were going for off a table. With a flourish of my duster. <laughs> Damn, Natural. Cal, that and was good. Th- and this is how you get drinks. How'd you do that? Well. That was 
stealthy. I gotta get a duster. This poncho's not hot enough for me. The poncho, you're doing well. You're doing well. You just gotta try harder. So, oh, thank now, you. Now, thank see, you, Cal. Now see, now see that over there? It's a lone table. It's surrounded by a bunch of unsuspecting people that are already way too drunk. Now that's the one that you want to try and take it from. All right, if I can get that one, you can have both those beers you got. And I'm going to go over. And I'm I've already go drank it. both of the beers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe you're going to get Stone it right. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> As you're headed over and you go to reach for it, the entire bar begins to tremor. And the beer spills right before you grab it. Well, God damn it, that ain't fair. Cal, did you see that? I had that. Same thing happened over here as I'm pouring them both <laughs> down my face. As the tremor subsides, all of the patrons in the bar begin to cheer. Kathy goes, yeah, yeah, I know the drill. Free drinks for everybody. And she starts pouring a long line of whiskeys down the bar. All of a sudden, you guys see days. Betty just sitting at the end of the bar, <laughs> sleep drinking. <laughs> Three drinks. Trevor, free drinks. I'm gonna grab two drinks. Hey, you you stole my drink. That one was mine. You put that back. Oh, darling, I didn't mean to. Excuse me, sir, but it was free for everyone. You better take the next free one. And he pushes you. I'll push him back. Give me a strength check. I'm fucking strong. I have a strength of 15, I rolled a 10. You push him so hard because you're fucking drunk that you slam him into the bar and he knocks over several drinks. Well, goddammit! And Kathy goes, goddammit! Can you pour more for free drinks, please? I'm so sorry. Has anyone seen Timmy Junior? This is a terrible business model. I feel like it is less of a junior night, more of a senior night. Senior quit. Well, I feel like it's a Kathy night. It's a Kathy night. Kathy, you got this. Let it rip, baby. It's all on you now. You are the star. Why do I keep getting messed up with you guys? And she moves back down to the other end of the bar. Well, goddamn it, you gonna push me? You think you're some sort of tough guy? My dear. I'm not a deer, I'm a dude. Listen, darling. We you gotta not worry so much about you. it. I got I got plenty of beer. I tell you what, y'all got any lid? I ain't got no lead. You, That's you why I want the chance, free. You stand a chance at making some if you if you say yes. What you got in mind? Me and the boys are playing a little game right over there. Only buying is two lead. Winner takes all. Betty's already at the table. Goddamn, we got <laughs> yeah. this sleeping bitch over here. Oh, well, if Betty's playing, I can't not play. We took her lead out of her pocket. We assumed she wanted to be on there. Oh, she wants to be on there. Hers, hers is amazing. Her lead was down her bosoms. Yeah, that's that's the okay place she keeps it. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, we're, we're cooth around here. I ain't going to go searching other places. Well, that's good, because she'd kick your ass. Well, come and find out. Well, how about this? You two take your chances gambling I'd like to make my money a bit more on the fair and square can I do my best to make a little food for the establishment I think you should talk to Kathy about that not this random guy at the table I thought I was talking to Kathy <laughs> no, Kathy sounds like this. This dude sounds like this. Uh, There's a distinct difference in their voices. Yeah, this this is the guy my bad, my bad. Sorry, that's me saying sorry. Yeah, no, that was the guy you pushed. Yep. 
That's alright, fella. You gotta go ask somebody else, though. I don't care about fucking making no food around here. Oh, we're dealing lead. I'm gambling. <laughs> yeah, we dealing in lead. That's the name of the game right over there. Anybody in? We gonna go do it. Well, hell know, yeah. I, I suppose I could stand a hand. Cal, can I borrow a lid off you? How, how many you got? I believe. Oh, you ain't got enough. I got enough. Oh, he's got plenty. What are you talking about? Dude's got nine. I have nine left. I have five. I I'm got, not even conscious. I got <laughs> eleven. <laughs> Had twelve till I bought that beer like a fool. Buying is too late. You gotta stay in for two hands. I buy in. <laughs> Bet is in too, she said. Alright. What about you, big tough guy? You in or out? Buy in for two? I already paid my two, so. Pussy. <laughs> In for a penny and for a pound, I suppose. So's Betty. <laughs> now I'm pounding. <laughs> I just I throw my two lead. Okay. You all arrange your lead on the table. And the man goes through a very complex game that you may know or you may not. I certainly don't. But how it's going to go is everybody's going to roll a d20. Rollies? Rollies. Yeah. All right. This is for one lead from every player, so there are six players at the table. So we could get each other's lead? Uh, Whoever gets the lowest number takes all the lead in the hand. Okay. So we play as a team. Not me. I got 12. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. I rolled a four. You rolled a four. Yeah, I rolled a 14. 14. 12. 12. In many ways, I would be excited to see a natural 20. That's oh. what one man <laughs> While the other two rolled sixes. Ooh, oh, damn. Cal. Cal, you get all six lead. Cal, you wasn't even going to play. And we get two hands, right? Yes. We're <sighs> going to go again. All right. Better on double or nothing. All right. <laughs> she didn't mean double or nothing. DP. Okay, Rebecca, what was your roll? 13. My three rolls were an 18, a 17, and a 16. But I have two very excited people on the other side of the table. Mikey. I rolled a four again. And John. I don't know, one. A one, a natural yeah. one. Oh, one. oh shit. shit. And Betty Bob Cocker takes the other hand of six lead. Yeah, fill, fill me up. Well, goddamn it, I suck at this game. Well, goddamn okay. it, this wasn't it's fair. Okay. That girl was asleep. Y'all was cheating. We ain't cheating. I mean, you I, could pass I it roll to her the dice. next. You could pass it to the next lowest hand, but that would be me. And if you're calling me a cheat, I'm calling you a liar. You calling me a liar, boy? If you're calling me a cheat, I'm calling you a liar. Ain't nobody call me a liar and live. And the man stands up from the other side of the table, pulling his vest myself. back and showing his six shooter. I sh- I- Cal, I wanted to start this fight, and I punch him in the face. Make me one D four. Punch me in the face. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> no. The other guy. The guy with the gun. One. A one? Yeah. With the man's defense, that's a zero. Um, <laughs> and it's like you limply punch this man in the face, and he pushes you to the ground. As, as he pushes her to the ground, without looking at him, Betty, still sleeping, would like to attempt to grab him by the throat and put her repeater right under it and be like, don't you touch her. Okay, dex check. That's a 9, and I have a 10. 
You just get it, and you put your repeater to this guy's throat, and he kind of gurgled. Well, this is an interesting coincidence. Mm, let's go to bed. Oh, we ain't settling. I ain't losing like this in front of my boys. I think this is a duel. I think I put my knife to his temple. My, my, y'all are cheating, ain't you? No, we're not cheating. How no, about you? We're not cheating. You're leaving. I ain't leaving none. How about we double or nothing the game? You got two options, compadre. Take it or fucking leave it. And if I leave it, I'm going to shoot all y'all. I don't think you're... Y'all ain't going to shoot shit. Why are you down on the floor still? I don't think you're fast enough. I am faster than you, big boy. You want to make the bet that ends your life? I don't care which one of y'all I put in the dirt. Betty pulls the trigger. (gasps) Give me one single D6 roll because you are in an advantageous position. I mean, the six is a hit. Yeah. So at this range, you blow this man's brains out the back of his skull in the middle of the bar. Damn it, Betty. Everybody stops. What in the Sam hell? He was a liar and a cheat. God damn you three. Why are you here? He pulled the gun. Wait, where am I? Betty, um, go back to sleep. All right, I'm going to go back up to bed. But Betty just trudges up the stairs back to bed. Uh. <laughs> the other men have left the table, and the rowdiness seems to have subsided slightly. And as Betty Bob Cocker is on her way up the stairs, she finds it pretty difficult, actually, to make her way up the second flight. Not because she is so drunk, not because she just killed somebody in cold blood, but because the saloon, just like every other part of Riptide, is now tremoring harder than it has been at any other point. Free drinks! So, I'll take whatever damage is necessary for Betty to fall down the stairs, but at the end she just holds up her glass for the free drink. Uh, give me one D4 to your grit. Okay. Oh, that's a four! That's a four, alright. <laughs> nice. Hopefully she sleeps it off. You would hope so. However, as people are cheering for free drinks in the bar, the loudest noise that you guys have heard since you set off four sticks of dynamite at a mine erupts from somewhere in the town. I think Betty wakes up at that point. Jesse feels sobered up. What in the hell was that? What is going on? Oh, why do I feel like shit? Cal, like help Matt up. We're going to go investigate that. Come on here. Come on, get get your ass underneath here. Come here. All right. You hear screams coming from the town as well as people running out the saloon shouting, What in the hell is that? Can I look around for some lead that might have fallen on the ground? That that dead guy might have dropped or anybody else dropped in the panic. Okay, give me a D6. Okie dokie. Six. You find six lead. Fuck yes! That's been knocked off the table seemingly when they were getting ready to play the next hand. Whoa! You just got six lead? Yeah! I just <laughs> looked the, around! Off the ground! I, you just gotta oh, use your eyeballs. And you said you're searching the man's body? Oh, I, I mean, like, well, Betty's still uh, waking up, and then, like, oh. everybody's going outside. So if, if I thought Jesse was searching the body, I was. so... Oh, you were searching the, the body, the too? The floor, the area. I was just okay. looking around. That's fine. In addition oh. to the six lead, you do find the man's six-shooter. I'll pick it up. Is it nice? It's nothing overly special. It's not an artifact. No, oh, no. Okay. It's not overly ornate. It's a pretty regular standard revolver. Can I oh. check how many letter in it? One. Okay. So it can shoot six shots. If I may suggest, I'd give that to Cal. He's only got the long range option. Yeah, I wasn't going to keep this. I can't keep 
I can't shoot this little gun. Don't weigh nothing. Cal, here, I got a gun for you. And I'm going to toss it to him. Can I catch it? Smack some right Should make a dex check. <laughs> sure. I catch it. My dex is a 12, and I roll it a, t- a 10. You have no problems catching it. Thank you. Now, um, I was just thinking about it. I was kind of tired of shooting things from a long distance and being caught unawares up close and personal, just like we were. Well, if you're tired of the long distance, let's get running so get- we can see what that was. And on the way out the door, I'm going to hand them each two lead. Oh, thank you. So, Mikey, the six-shooter obviously holds six shots as a short range, and it does D8 damage. What's everybody's lead at now? Uh, I have 11. Me too. 14. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Guess I shouldn't have gave Cal any lead. Guess not. <laughs> Can you give me I've some... also got two guns. Can you give me some fucking grit? How do I get grit? Sleep? What is it? What even is a grit? <laughs> I think they're potted what, potatoes. It's what, it's what you got. It's how many grits. As you guys sit here shooting the shit with each other, passing lead back and forth and exchanging guns. No, we're running out of the building. Okay. As you run out of the building, you see one of the buildings in the town erupt into nothing but wood, glass, and housey parts. (laughs) So it exploded? It did not explode from an explosion. Oh, like something got big inside of it? Ben's familiar with that. It just burst apart? Yes, it seems like it burst apart. Well, what the hell you think that could be? Oh, hold on a second. Betty rolls a cigarette and takes one puff and gets sober immediately. What the hell is going Oh, my goodness. What the hell caused that? Jesse, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. Let's go uh, check it out. You think it could be the red right hand? I don't know. They appeared out of nowhere, and I don't like that. I think this has something to do with those tremors. Oh, God damn. This is a bit of a level of violence that that red right hand didn't have accompanying with it. Yeah, that's true. They were more stealthy than this. Quite in and out sort of a job. Betty reaches into her bustier. Oh, my God, where'd all this lead come from? You are a natural-born winner. Oh, well, yes. God did bless me. Indeed, but let's first things first take care of this particular set of business. Let's feed them some lead. Yeah, yeah. You run over to the remains of the building, and looking at it, there is a giant hole straight through the middle of this building that's burrowing and tunneling down into the ground. I seem bigger. <laughs> yeah, Betty, I bet you got a bigger hole than that. Now watch your mouth, wow, Jesse. I was talking wow. about seismic activity. Goodness, that is that is a that is a superior officer, young lady. Shows a maturity. No, I didn't. I, I ain't got that. I don't know what that word means. Anyway, what? Okay, so I, I Betty peers down into the hole. As you're looking down into the hole, studying its almost uncalculatable depths, you suddenly hear the earth erupt behind you again. And it sounds like it might be right on the outskirts of town. Everybody back to the bar, free drinks. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it came from behind. Yes. Guys, I think we need to follow where this is coming from. Let's let's go. All right. Where's my fucking donkey? It's in the stables, Cal. Don't worry about it. Sober up now. Come on. On your way to where you thought you heard the last noise, you guys make your way past the stables. And as you're doing so, the ground erupts next to you. And you see a gigantic worm eat several bulls at once before diving back into the desert sand. You can feel it as it makes its way through the town. All right. Well, um, this is something massive and something that we should probably deal with. So, uh, 
Let's follow it. Are we gonna go in the hole? I don't think we need to go in the hole. Oh, thank God. I think we need to find where it pops up again and then pop it a few times if you know what I mean. Oh, all right. I can do that. The worm erupts from inside another building and smacks down into the road, staring at several bulls right in front of it. And it begins to slither forward quickly and devour them. Quick draw. Okay. Give me a... Give me two D6. Both barrels. You're going to shoot both barrels, so you're going to take two fatigue. Yep. Um, I rolled a six total. A six is a hit. Nice. So you're going to do double damage. So you do eight, and give me another D8. Four. Okay. So you do 12 damage. Betty's going to follow up that shot. Uh, do I need to use a quick draw to react to that? Because I will, I mean, if I have to, if you deem necessary. No, I'd say with Jesse's quick draw, it was enough to, like, catch it off guard. You could probably... Okay, so I'll, I'll do my uh, crap hard in three shots. Okay. I'll give myself one fatigue, and use, I think that's 1d6, right? When you use that special ability instead of having the... When you use two. that, you do you do three rolls. Three rolls in so each one. So you roll one. three d6. Right. And each one represents one shot, correct? Correct, yeah. Okay. Three of five and a six. You are five and six are both hits, so go ahead and give me two d8s for that. Uh, so that's seven and a five, so 13. And then you do max damage. 12, for sorry, 12. Math. 12, yep. <laughs> um, max damage on your last one, so also me an additional plus eight, yeah. Oh, eight plus the eight, because it's max damage. Nice. Uh, it's just a one, so nine on that one. So nine plus 13, so 21. 22, 12, 20. <laughs> <laughs> math! No, I was right. 21 is the right number. 21 is yes. the right 21 yes. is the right. I got there. You did. And with this, the worm rears up and then dives through the building that's right next to the tavern. And you can feel it burrowing through the ground underneath your feet again. Cal, you want to... No, wait, no. He's, he's It's disappeared now? You can't see it right now. You can feel it. Guys, keep your eyes peeled. It could pop up anywhere. It's like whack-a-mole. Whack-a-worm. I play that game. I know, Betty. I heard that story. <laughs> I mean, I've only got one worm I've ever whacked, so I guess I'll look for any cracks in the ground that are suddenly forming. As you're looking around for cracks that are suddenly forming, a crack forms around the three of you. Each of you, give me a strength check. I got a two. My strength is ten, so I bet he makes it. Oof. Eighteen. I got a five out of ten. With a strength of 15. It seems in your drunkenness, Betty Bob and Jesse Jane are quicker to react than you are, Cal, even though you were looking around for the cracks. And while you're standing there, the ground falls from beneath you. And you find yourself inside of this giant worm. I use my new found six-shooter to shoot down the maw of the giant beast. As you're writhing around inside of it, it seems that it might have some sort of acid inside of its body and you take four points of damage to your grip. It's underground though? We can't see it. It has just burst up and encompassed Cal in its mouth. Shit, careful where you shoot, Jesse. We don't know where he is. Does it look like he's gonna come back down the same way it came up? Nope. All the trajectories have been like, it's pretty much jumping up and diving into another hole. Cal, you can make your attack from inside here though. I would like to fire a shot. Okay. Two ones. All right, that is max damage, actually. 
my newfound sexual. I'm so, like, you hear me gurgling in acid. Thank you, Jesse! Give me an additional d6 for damage for your dire strike. Two. So you do 10 damage overall. Awesome. Jesse and Betty Bob. Being terrified that she saw Cal disappear and also not knowing where he may be. Betty's gonna aim for like the tippy top of the worm's like under jaw, head, whatever she can get a sight on, the eyes, something. Uh, just with a regular repeater shot. 2d6, please. Right at where Cal's head would be. I'm hoping not. Uh, that'll be a six. Six is it? Great. Roll so for damage. D8. That'll be a five. Solid hit. You plug one in. It doesn't really have eyes, but you would aim for where its eyes would be. Mm-hmm. At this point, it has landed back into the ground and is burrowing a new hole. Jesse Jane, what are you doing? Um, Blast it, Jesse! Alright, it's still underground? It's going underground now, so it's going to be submerged if you don't act soon. Okay, I'll, I guess I'll shoot it. I really want to use my trap. Oh. And what? Nothing. What? Don't you have to reload? You do need to reload. Fuck you, man. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Just the fucking DMs pet it. I'm sorry. You have to use your turn to, to reload. Oh. Well, then I reloaded. Okay. Cal? I shoot again. And before you do, you take another five acid damage. What's so, your... To your so brain, that, right? now that goes into my strength? Your heart. My heart. Your heart. What are you at? He's at a two if it's his heart. Because it's seven minus five, yeah. Why aren't you no, just no. using this? No, I, no. I'm four down from my grit. Oh, you four, oh, you still have grit left. Okay. Yeah, so I'm actually grit. minus one on my heart. Solid. Now you can go ahead and make your shot. Same thing. It's a double six. Correct. A six and a two. That's a grazing shot. That would be a D4 for damage. Four. With that, you see an actual hole, and you can see that stuff is beginning to leak out of this gigantic worm as it breaches back into the town, taking out another building. Jesse and BBC. Are we close enough to it where we can get another shot? Or? Sure, it's pretty much just eradicating like the town. Yeah, like yeah. right in the same area we are. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to... All right, so I'm at six shots. It means I have two more, so I can't use my... Thing. So I'll just do I'll do another regular shot into it. And oh, now it's gonna be a ten. Uh, ten is a miss. Yep. I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to use all my bullets. How do I use my bullets? Just large saving trap? my life. That's all. It's fine. Uh, I got this large trap. Is there any way like I could guess at where it's gonna land or jump from or? With the difference in size between the animal and the trap. I don't worry, think much will happen. This is a bear trap versus a graboid. Okay, how about this? Is there any warning signs on where it comes up that I could stand above that and hold out my machete and it'll just do all the work by sliding up, you know, my sword? Does that make sense to you? Yes, you can see after watching where the cracks are forming with Cal earlier before he got munched up, you can tell where it might erupt. And in front of you, you begin to see the ground blister up and crack. I'm going to put my machete out. I'm assuming Cal is dead because it got he got ate by a gigantic worm. So I'm not really concerned about saving him. Sorry, Cal. I don't know you're alive. <laughs> okay. 
and you do that. So when it erupts out, the machete digs in. Give me one d6 for your mundane weapon roll. Two? You're able to dig the machete in, doing some good damage and making the hole that's already formed in it larger. In doing so, because you had to be so close, this thing takes you off of your feet and your legs get caught up in its rows of teeth. You take nine damage. However, it flops onto the main street. How close are you, Betty Bob Cocker? I have to be in medium range to make my shot, so I'm probably like, if depending on where it popped up, I was probably standing in the middle of the street to get the shot, so... As it lands, it flails its tail, which has an odd stinger-like portion to it. And you take four damage, four poison damage as it digs into you. Uh, what do I subtract that from? It would come from your grip first. Okay, so minus the defense, right? You should take into account your defense, yes. Okay, so I take two, then. If you said four? Correct. Okay. So oh, what does my poncho do? One. Okay, and it's heart that I take away from, right? That's it's after your grip, grip first, and then your heart, yeah. Okay. Oh, in that case, I forgot. So I guess I'm at my usual heart. I'm just down to zero grip because of my cool mm. duster. Cal, still inside this thing's body as it crashes to the earth. You take six points of damage inside this thing. Cool. Cal! Cal, are you in there? Betty's going to run up and try to... She's got the chisel, so she's going to try to chisel through that hole and just, like, open it wider to try to get to Cal, just, like, stabbing and stabbing and stabbing and stabbing. Betty, Cal's dead. What are you doing? Cal, I'm not going to lose him, too. She's just in there. Chiseling. Chiseling Cal. Chiseling Cal, give me a D4 roll for your chisel damage. Cal, now that the monster has stopped moving, you could probably take a shot with advantage. It's a three. I want to shoot my sniper rifle with advantage. I'm going to point it forward, up and out of its head, like reaching upward and just pull the trigger. Would you be doing that one-handed, possibly, inside this worm? Because you're kind of like in its innards. I feel like I could probably do it one-handed. Give me two D6. One for your revolver, one for your sniper rifle. Double pull? Like behind the back? Up and down. If you want to. A five and a six. A five and a six. Those are both hits. So roll me two d or roll me a d ten and d eight. Four and five. Nine damage. With both shots that you let loose, you tear a hole from one end of this thing to another. And with Petty Bob chiseling away, you see that hole widen more and more from your initial bullets, from some other bullets, from the machete strike, and within moments you are plopped out in a pool of acid onto Main Street. Oh, Cal, I thought she was dead. Son of a bitch, that was hot. Well, at least your face can't get any worse. I'm going to say we all do a group hug. Not with him covered in acid. (laughs) Take off my dust and shake it off. It is, yeah, it is tattered and burning. (laughs) It looks like a feather. It's more of a cape. (laughs) It's definitely a cape now. Well, I'm not going to be anyone to assume anything, but I will assume that that's probably what was causing the tremors, and uh, I think we just took care of it, gang, but... Um, oh, maybe bringing all them bulls together. It maybe, smelled them or something? Yeah, maybe. Maybe try, we try and wrangle up a little bit of lead and some healing. Uh, something, I mean... I'm, medicine from this. I'm ready for some 
some sleep because I feel like I haven't slept. I don't know. I felt like I was drinking and then all of a sudden I, there was a worm. I don't really know what happened. Oh, well, maybe they'll forget about it. But, Betty, you killed a man in I'm, your sleep. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think I saw also parts of Timmy Sr. down in that worm. That oh, I no. Was, not yeah. Timmy. He um, was good to us. What do you mean I killed a guy? Oh, he pushed me down, and you threatened him, and then you shot him with my gun. You were doing your usual sleep. Oh, yeah. And all I did was kill him? Yeah, you were doing your sleep gambling. I mean, you were sleeping. It was pretty cool. All right. You were doing your usual. worse than kill him if I saw him push you, Jesse. Anyway, um, damn. What the hell is going on here? This is some crazy stuff, you guys. Yeah, let's Um, hope our room's still intact so we can, uh go to sleep is the inn still intact you look around the town it is pretty much void of people at this point as the worm has made everything pretty fucky around here most of the shops have been smashed the tavern looks fine but as you go walking up to it you realize the entire back half has been destroyed is that the left back half it would be the leftist back half that would be our room yep I mean, I guess the hay in the stables didn't look too bad. I mean, we did just save this town from a creature, so maybe we can find somebody who'd give us a place to stay. Yeah, I guess. I don't know about the stables, but whatever. Timmy! Kathy! And that is where we'll end the episode. See you, See you next, next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Tales from the Crypt podcast is recorded in the Wolfbeard Games studio in upstate New York. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us, please subscribe on whichever platform you listen to. If you really like us, also leave us a review. It's very helpful. If you want to follow us more, you can find us on Instagram at Tales from the Crypt podcast. We've enjoyed our time with you today, and we look forward to seeing you next time at Tales from the Crypt.
It starts with Timmy's hand coming through the sands <laughs> of Tatooine. <laughs> it has the Infinity Gauntlet, and that's how we tie we deal in dice to the the Marvel, the Marvel universe. universe. Yeah. Kevin Bacon wasn't in Tremors. Fuck, he wasn't. Yeah, nope. he was. Nope. Dude, don't 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 give me this. No. Don't give me. <laughs> he wasn't John. in Tremors. John, shut up. Yes, yes, he was. Kevin Bacon was in Tremors. No, it wasn't. <laughs> he wore the red shirt. You're nuts, man. Yo, Kevin wait, hold Bacon on. Not in hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Mm, I'm am sorry. I having one I'm of these sorry. moments right now, like the Bernstein, Bernstein Bears <laughs> things? Like, no, this isn't. I... <laughs> but we have settled everything with the... Uh... Horse guy. Horse guy. Yes, you guys have agreed to pay him 10 lead for the horses. And, and we all agreed that that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You know how we ensure that? We all have to die. Murder. No, we just don't have to come back to this town That's again. True. Or we'll come in the back way. Or die. Hopefully not. What are you doing with your hands, man? I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> See? Alright, it has its moments. Cool western shit. Bloodborne, by the way, was the game that I 100%ed. Mudborne. Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Mudborne. Mudborne. <laughs> oh, yes, the most famous Mudborne game. Mudborne. Yeah. <laughs> you know the game that I wish I 100%ed that I didn't? Mudborne? Did you ever see the Magic School Bus where they were in a butthole and they get farted out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, awesome like, episode. I watched it every other day. Like, for fucking Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> All I thought about when you said his hammer rapping was like, yo, yo, I'm Herbert Fleshman's hammer. (laughs) That's funny. I went to Edgar Allan Poe and I was like, gently tap, tap, tapping. (laughs) Rapping against my chamber door. (laughs)